All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome to this episode of Conversations with Tim. Uh, today, I have the pleasure of uh, having a conversation with Candace Fizzle, founder of Share Escape Salon and director of operations with, with uh, part of the Style Academy and Foundation. Is that correct? You have Style Academy and then you're also the founder of My Life Planner. Is that correct? You got it. You do a lot. <laughs> you absolutely do a lot. Can you tell us a little bit about the different companies that you're running right now? Yes, absolutely. 15 years ago, I started my entrepreneur journey. I was 21 years old and I just had a passion to make people's day. So I was a hairstylist for 18 years. Wow. And just this January, I fully resigned from doing hair behind the chair. Okay. And good thing because just this week I I oh, fell no. and broke my part of my hand, which I think that was like the biggest thing you wanted to not do as a stylist. Oh, for sure. So that journey uh, has led me to bring on two incredible shareholders okay. that are significant contributors to our operations daily. And we have a team of over 21 stylists, a very career-minded team. Wow. And it's a, a complete pleasure to to be reopening after all of this challenge the value of human connection is, mm -hmm. is just so treasured in that industry uh the style academy the last six years my uncle dan pritchard and i he'd been a stylist and my mentor getting into the industry 18 years ago so we purchased richard's beauty college it had been established in 1962 and uh wow. we've grown it to uh probably close to 30 programs from five and wow. transformed our identity from the historic Richards to now the Style Academy mm -hmm. on uh, College of Broad and Regina here. Wow. Wow. So my life honor kind of birthed from that whole journey. I did a lot of personal development and one-on-one -on -one team meetings with my staff. So using those tools with my students and growing future leaders and raising the standards of our industry and i just kept working on the professional development evolution of the tools i had learned and put it into one place where i could share it with the world and and outside of my own teams wow that's that's awesome um i do want to get back to the my life planner in a little bit here but with with you just reopening um with on the second phase, I believe, right? That you guys are just reopening with the with the hair salon, yeah. uh, a share escape there. How are, is your staff managing? How are the how is the company managing uh, to keep everybody safe and also make sure that you continue to do the amazing work that you've always done? I think for us, it was all about trusting the process. And, and we built that mantra early on in our team meetings. We did Zoom meetings. We had dressed like your coworker, staying connected, being having also the really tough, honest conversations where, of struggle and challenge we individually were facing. Mm -hmm. and open communication was, was a big part of our salon team. And when it came to preparing, we did bring in a nurse that could really ground us as a frontline worker okay. and she had been exposed to when AIDS had first come through when H1N1 came up through and what it was like to the point of finding a vaccine or understanding of how the disease worked so mm -hmm. it was really good to 
to reopen with confidence in education mm-hmm. instead of the fear that was had been instilled through media. It really brought our team together to feel confident as a response in one way, one unified way. And following PPE, uh, there's a lot of discomfort when it comes to fogged up ga- goggles and, and all these things. But when it comes to calming the anxiety of reconnecting with people again and bringing them into that trust that we're doing things the right way when they, when we're doing that for our customers, uh, the team's just been so resilient. That's amazing. And I yeah. think that's all the part of the leadership process too, right? Because uh, as a leader, you have to be able to instill that confidence in, in your staff, right? And also make them want to come to work and be resilient and, and actually want to do what they love doing under your brand, which is amazing. Uh, you talked a little bit about uh, being able to share some of the difficult times and some of the challenges that each person is facing. So yourself as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a boss running many companies, how do you cope with the stress of all the demands of everything? Definitely healthy rituals. I think having the healthy habits kind of forces the conditions to be less in control. And you just have these habits that serve your mental mindset, your physical body, uh, your boundaries that help you have that recharge time. Mm-hmm. So for me, the healthy ritual, it didn't have to be, you know, six hours, 10 hours, or it wasn't gauged by time. It was gauged by placement. And I needed to make sure I gave that to me. So first thing in the morning, if I didn't get it, I would reposition to get it in the evening or, you know, I, I was flexible in when I received these rituals and these healthy needs that I know my body and my mind needed. And that flexibility gave me achievement. I was able to achieve it every single day because it was simple. It didn't have this complexity to it. And uh, asking for help is probably the number one thing, especially Having a four and five year old, it was a pretty big surprise to to be embarking on expanding into multiple companies and uh, expanding into two children in sixteen months. That was all at the same time, and then of course momentum and follow through. Those are probably my two biggest passions. It's like those rituals, asking for help is great, but when it comes down to it, it's all about building that momentum, that moving forward and following through on commitments that you have and and just making it happen. That's amazing. So how important would you say kind of having systems in place uh, has been for you? Because I would would think that having kind of a system of how things are done in place would probably help you streamline things and and especially a lot in your life and your busy schedule, right? Absolutely. Strategy spreadsheets i love spreadsheets i like the 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 fact-based non-emotional based i'm I'm very emotionally driven when it comes to purpose and and the other areas of life but comes to business and strategy and structure i really value the black and white facts because that's that's true you can't argue the truth so uh structure strategy is so important building systems with my team brings clarity and when you have clarity, you have that high standard and, and higher follow through. 
That's true. Everyone kind of understands where where that expectation is, which guides them to be able to lead with that and and achieve a unified vision. That's true. That's true. Uh, I always say when you have clarity of what your purpose is, uh, you really have your marching orders on how to get there, right? Um, because if you don't know what your purpose is, you don't you can't put the systems in place and how to get there. So I, I do definitely like that you say, use the word specifically clarity because uh, I think that's very important to a lot of business owners because there are many that don't actually have that full clarity. Um, yeah. So, you know, we've known each other for many years and we grew up in Regina here together and many of us that grew up with you, we, we've heard your story and we know the trauma that you went through. Uh, and now seeing your success has been truly inspiring. So I guess, how did you gain the mental and physical strength to push through the type of trauma that you went through? Yes, my, my trauma was, it was a horrific assault. It was unexpected. It was a one-time situation uh, with a partnership of six years. So, you know, it rocked my world. It was, it was complete disruption. So pushing through was, I was in this dark cloud of unknown. I, I was only eight months into my business and there was all these conditions I was experiencing that I didn't know what the answer was going to be. So for me, there was this choice. It was really black and white. I had my body to heal. I had to relearn to walk and talk and eat and see. And, and this resiliency, the word so powerful, even just saying it, resiliency. Yeah. The idea of it sounds so freeing. How can I get there? And so the first stage I navigated through was acceptance, accepting that my past was no longer my present. Mm -hmm. And when I could accept and release that, I felt like I could open up the next part of a healing journey. Okay, so I've accepted that I, I need to go through life with this new disruption, this new body, this new capabilities that I, I have to revisit, relearn. And then I went to forgiveness and this was a very heavy experience when in the healing journey, because there's for, forgiveness for yourself mm -hmm. because you, you know, oh, you go through the shoulds and what you could have done different and, and healing journey is so heavy when it's forgiveness. But then there's also forgiving those who have hurt you. And that's, that's can be heavy experiencing, but then it's the one time heaviness because when you let go, of that weight, you weren't carrying it forward with you anymore. Yes, and I had to learn that forgiveness isn't about saying that what you did was okay. Mm -hmm. What you did was not okay, but I can forgive you and allow you to go forward in your healing journey so I can go forward in mine. Yeah. And it was after navigating that place that I went to this, this incredible freedom of gratitude. And it took going through the hard stuff to get to that place of gratitude and that life is simply a gift. And I was given this wisdom and this awareness and this life experience uh, to redirect me, mm -hmm. to bring what I learned from that trauma into all that my potential was in this furious and I, or in this future. And, and I was just so curious of what that was going to bring me. And that led me. So 
So it just was a lot about letting go. Mm-hmm. Would you say though that like the like because personally I can see a lot of resilience in you. I can see that you are a very driven, motivated person, and you've got this inner power to push through a lot of things that have happened to you personally. Uh, do you would you say that those qualities uh, that are within you is same type of qualities that you've used in your business to push through? Uh, be resilient in your business, have that inner energy, that inner drive, right? To to move through the challenges and difficulties in business. Would you say that there's a correlation in that? Yeah, I do. I, I see that somewhat now, but again, I was only eight months into my journey as a business owner and I was really fresh and new at it. I only had five employees at that point and, and now at 40, employees like it just you're you evolve as you go but a lot of it comes down to self-awareness because because no path continues consistently you're constantly exposed to new challenges and being rerouted and heavy decisions that you wish you didn't have to make it someone else could just do them for you right just you always wish you had this crystal ball but self-awareness brings you to this place of where's my pain threshold Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to just be aware and do nothing about it? Or am, am I going to be aware and start to interrupt these patterns and my stories and, and put action into mm-hmm. the awareness that I have? And so when we don't feel defined by the history of our path, we can become aware of where we are now and, and move into that future feeling confident. And, and that curiosity can help us from this adaptive behavior. Because if you if you just think of adapting, you're, you're pushing yourself to be somewhere you don't really want to be, but you're adapting to it because you have to. Mm-hmm. But imagine if you stay there instead of going to this place where you're in your nature, you're in your, your flow. It just come, things come easy. They flow through you. So, so I think it's worth the push through the tough stuff to get to your nature and not live an adaptive behavior and know your awareness can help you guide you if you trust it trust it it can guide you through this adaptive behavior to your true nature and therefore if you don't know your purpose yet it's okay because your nature will show you it and you don't have to always have it figured out there's so much peace in that that's deep that's deep (laughs) you know uh earlier this week in my earlier podcast uh the person i was interviewing or having a conversation with uh said something and you pretty much just said the same thing but in different words uh the words that she used was uh sometimes things go wrong in your in your life so that things can go right yeah you know like because you didn't let the journey of your past define define failure in your future you used it as a tool to learn and as a tool to grow right uh like you say you didn't just adapt you grew out of it and 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 i think that is absolutely amazing so like you know as a person in your position what advice would you give to everyone that is listening and about pushing through adversity um I know that you've touched on a few of them in, in yeah. what we've been talking about here, but 
what else would you, what other advice would you give about pushing through adversity, whether it's personally or in business? I think trusting the process, but also that if you're valuing performance and achievement on a scale of 10, be just as committed to the recharge. If you aren't building that resilience through your recharging, you just aren't showing up as the best version of yourself to that achievement. Mm -hmm. And you won't really value and experience and celebrate that achievement the same way when you're on burnout. Mm-hmm. So it's it's about the the fulfillment, not necessarily the balance. So in some phases of, of our healing journey, we're we're in the lowest lows, and that can sometimes stay consistent for a long period of time. And and we're we're fighting to get to balance. Whereas if we can choose fulfillment each and every day, we always know there's something each day we can be fulfilled by. True. But are we going to have an, a balance of so many hours of recharge time, so many hours of productivity, so much hours of connection with our children, and so many hours of building relationships with, with family and friends and loved ones. Like it's just not gonna be gifted in that way. The expectation's too high. So I, I believe the best advice I can do would be go after fulfillment each and every day, personally and professionally, and, and don't have this pressure of balance. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. I'm sure a lot of people would appreciate that. I appreciate that. I'm in a, I'm in an industry where you can totally get wrapped up and sucked up into the hustle and bustle of the business, right? And we often forget to recharge. And yeah. and for me, the recharge has been very important for me. Uh, also, self reflection also has been very important, very important to me because I find that in the moment of uh, self reflection, you would have breakthrough through yeah. issues that maybe you're facing or working with. Um, you know, for my birthday this month, my wife got me this mask that I've been seeing online. It's a complete blackout mask and it's got speakers in it. That can yeah. be amazing because I can sit there, completely block everything out and just meditate, reflect, breathe. And, you know, it's been, it's been a source of recharge for me and, and that has been absolutely great and you know tim through that reflection you generally get awareness and then you can hold yourself accountable for those actions and that's kind of the the strong way to think about it but at the same time if you hold yourself accountable you can also give yourself grace that's true and you can just give yourself permission to say you know what yeah i had these intentions that were all these things don't not go do another intention and fear of failure because you didn't achieve it. Just give yourself grace that today wasn't that day. And it's okay. What did I learn and take away from that? And then when you're doing that, you don't seek it so much externally. You start to give yourself healing internally. And that is one of the most freeing things when you don't need external validation. You can just do it within your own heart through reflection, through connectivity with with who you are. It's just such a beautiful invitation when you get comfortable in it. And it's not always the, the talk of punishment or accountability or you didn't. It's saying, oh, but you learned this. That's and true. You know, let's celebrate what you did get done and let's keep building on that momentum and that move forward mentality. 
It's true. Uh, having those little celebration moments are definitely a great thing. You know, I want to circle back to my life planner. Uh, yes. Because when we were talking earlier during the week, you, you mentioned that a part of it is a daily self-reflection and behavioral strategy. Can you tell us a little bit more about my life planner? Because it sounds like it's something that is absolutely cool. Yes. So my life planner burst from the experience of developing the courage to stand in my own power and acknowledge that I'm no longer in this open wound, that I've that built a scar that I, I can say that I truly have become resilient through. I can stand here in my power and share my journey and say, you know, don't judge, judge yourself on my journey, right? Just be in your own journey and, and be inspired through this journey and say, what is my story? So I think that my life planner was a, an opportunity for me to go out and share my journey. And two years, last two years, I started speaking on it. And I could pass on a tool at the end of it where someone could now self-explore theirs. And maybe I ignited that fire in them to say, you know, it's time. And for me, momentum and moving forward was the big piece of it. So a planner is time phased. You can celebrate. You can, it's an invitation daily, weekly, monthly, mm -hmm. annually to reflect and connect to yourself and hold yourself accountable or give yourself grace. And, and so it's very open, very uh, invitational to not feel rigid and there's like softness to it. So you don't have these black and white boxes of what you need to be and do. Okay. It's uh, if you're on a healing journey or a productivity project, you, you can kind of be in both and, and acknowledge your personal life and your professional life. That's great. If I wanted to pick up, say, a copy of my life planner, where would I get it? It's all on our online Shopify story, mylifeplanner.ca. And we have some retail locations. Uh, right now, not too many people are doing public retail, so I'm doing curbside from my home. I got a couple on my doorstep right now, and mm -hmm. it's been working wonderful. We've been doing virtual sessions also. And um, I'm collectively working together through the Style Academy to bring out a program. Okay. The 11 Steps to Master Momentum. It's a mentoring program and mm -hmm. also a curriculum outline or uh, presentation I can bring to any teams that are out there. Okay. So, so 11 steps to master momentum. You got it. Uh, is that for say teams and businesses? It, like, does that apply to everybody uh, personally or mainly a business development? 11 steps to master momentum would really be for a team mindset or an individual that's looking to move forward. They're maybe past uh, the, the council side of things and they're ready to hit the move forward button. Okay. And if you were looking for a mentorship style, the one-on-one -on -one is going to become an option. Okay. And uh, when it comes to the healing journey, we have journals also okay. that help plant seeds of here's a template that you can just use if you weren't sure what to write today okay. and it also has the healing journey flow pages of acceptance forgiveness and gratitude because that truly is the simplicity and the power of the choice mm -hmm. it, it just put something in each box and every time it's uncomfortable know you're doing the work 
because that discomfort is a, a clear understanding that you are working on something that doesn't always feel good and that is the work so so it really gets you into that vulnerable state where you really true yes. have to dig deep right uh to kind of get that momentum and get that breakthrough um yeah. that you know in today's world where we're dealing a lot with mental health um i think this is something that could be absolutely incredible helpful um do you have people that are using your programs and using my life planner and to kind of help cope with mental health and things like that Yes, absolutely. There's a personal areas of growth page that every month you just put something in each box. And that's the idea of not having overflowing boxes. It brings self-awareness, but in a gentle way. So if you have an empty box, there's awareness that, you know, I'm not doing anything to serve my mental health or my physical health or my nutrition or my extraordinary relationships that they care so much about mm -hmm. or the community and it doesn't have to be big grand gestures it can be as simple as logging into a local podcast or whatever it be and so i think that it helps people feel that sense of connection to they have choice okay and they can they can choose to put those things in the box they don't have to wait for an Im invitation externally Okay. And uh, so those, that's the biggest virtual that I really enjoy is the personal side of the areas of growth. And then you can go into the professional sides and that's a great team building tool. Okay. We use monthly in both businesses. And then also the reflection, the reflection every single month is like a keepsake at the end of the year when you go to the 12 months and just I don't know about you, but I forget what happened yesterday. Yeah. So when I go through a 30 day reflection, I'm like, okay, what, what did I do? And I have to like go through photos and see the dates on them. But it's a, it's a acknowledgement and a celebration of the, the hardships, the strength you've gained, the relationships, new, new bonds you've created, yeah. or maybe ideas. Like I, I've been full of ideas COVID because I, I wasn't so filled with busy and events and things to do. So all these creations have come into my heart and, and I've been acknowledging them, putting them down on paper and letting them grow. Oh, wow. You know, and I'm going to take this here now. So you, you know, you mentioned during COVID, you've had a lot of creativity that has come true. So how do you plan your action plan on your creative processes? Cause I know a lot of people that are really, really creative and have all these grand ideas as to what they want to do, but they don't know how to put it into action. So what are some of the steps that you take to put some of your ideas into action? I, I've become less focused on like, controlling it and making it a now thing the sense of urgency isn't so uh overwhelming anymore that it was in the beginning i've got so many balls in the air and and honestly even my life planner it was like i really don't have the time to be launching a retail business and all these uh, why am i being so pulled and called to do these things but when it aligns with my passion and my purpose and my truth 
I just, I can't ignore it. So I think if you have something in your heart that you can't ignore, just, just lean in and do it and follow through on it. And it doesn't mean you, you submit the business plan tomorrow and you go crazy for six months doing it. But it does mean that every time your heart pulls you forward, you just listen. Yeah. And I've, I've had this app in my spreadsheets for two, over two years. And it just, I kept opening the chart every time I had an idea and it right in. And I shared it with a few mentors and a few close friends. And Cultivator just threw out uh, that they had this, you know, cohort that was starting up again this summer. And it was Thursday deadline. And I just said, you know what? Why not? Yeah. It, I kept evolving it. Why not? Now seems like the perfect time. It's very aligned with where our future world's going pre, uh, post COVID. Yeah. So I, I typed it in. It took me 30 minutes and mm -hmm. I hit submit. I believe that follow through is the greatest thing you can do. It's the humility of it can become unbearing sometimes because you maybe weren't, per everything wasn't perfect and you weren't fully ready. But when you get comfortable with being uncomfortable, you move forward quicker and it redirects you, invites new people in, it gets you growing and, and ready for that next challenge. So it's, it's definitely the follow through. That's amazing. Thank you so much uh, for sharing that. Uh, you know, before we kind of hand our conversation today, how have you and your family been, uh, I guess, coping with the whole isolation thing. I know for some people it's been pretty hard. Um, some people not as hard as others, but I know everybody has different experiences. What has mm -hmm. been your experience through COVID? I think for me, the first two weeks were like complete disruption. It was really, really heavy. Uh, having to fill the paperwork, having to communicate to the staff, you know, when we just didn't have any control of the outcome and i just i felt mentally unstable and unwell i didn't know how i was going to do the next week if it was going to stay the same i was probably overindulging in the updates mm -hmm. and trying to take on this leadership and it was when i i chose the self-awareness and i said okay so what are my options here well i can let the government and these leaderships take on this role and let go i don't need to control this outcome and situation i can i can do me and my life and my family and just adapt to this current situation yeah. so that third week i uh, i built strict boundaries for myself i communicated it, communicated it to my team yeah. that i was going to be a mom monday tuesday friday saturday sunday yeah. And uh, Wednesdays were going to be my day with the school and yeah. I built a professional development class for the students okay. and that's where I, I tested out my 11 steps to master momentum okay. and they got that course so it kept them in a great mindset. It was a connection time on screen with our students mm -hmm. and Thursday was my day with the salon team and we did fun things like I went in and did videos by myself at the mm -hmm. salon. I you know, just let myself fully be immersed in the salon day, fully be immersed in the day of connecting with my team Wednesday. Yeah. But those were my clear boundaries. And the rest was my personal, mental, physical health and connection with my, my kids. And um, 
It was a 7 a.m. wake up, Monday through Friday, to do a, a Shira Escape team member. She's, she teaches CrossFit. Okay. So I said, yes, I'm up for the challenge. I'm not exactly the greatest morning person, but I said yes. And I made that my journey in COVID. I didn't accept those first two weeks as what my story was going to be. Yeah. I didn't uh, want that to be heavy the whole time. I, I acknowledged the heaviness early on so I could redirect how I felt about it. You know, it sounds like kind of what you said, what we were talking about earlier, you know, through that crisis moment, through, through that heavy times, the first two weeks, you reflected and then you grew through it. And yes. you were testing your, your, moment, your 11 steps to gain the momentum. And you were, you know, you were working with your teams and, and get everybody on track and in the mindset. So it, it's really good to hear. And, you know, I just want to say thank you so much for sharing your journey and your, and your story here with us. Uh, really, really appreciate you joining me in a conversation today. Um, hopefully, real soon, this whole COVID thing will set it down and everybody can slowly get it back to, I, I think, what is going to be a new normal. And, and hopefully, people have grown through the, the times of... Uh, this crisis and pandemic they've grown to be a stronger person a more unique person and they can follow through on their creative sides as well but uh, once again thank you so much kindness really appreciate it thanks tim this was great it was nice seeing your face you as well you as well thank you so much <laughs>